says, hmm, if I'm procrastinating, chances are a lot of other people are procrastinating, which means that, wait a minute, if my deadlines say October 1st or whatever your deadlines are, hmm, if I'm waiting two weeks before and everyone else, and let's say 80% of students are also waiting two weeks before, what's going to happen? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools. And you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com www.ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's preptgrind for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe, probe.com, and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to, to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered, and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. Future DPTs, good evening. We're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about a big warning, a big warning. And uh, let me switch back. What's up, y'all? Uh, uh, this is going to be a good conversation. It's going to be good. And uh, as y'all, uh, for, for those of y'all that are applying the cycle, this is, this conversation is a big deal. So I don't know. Um, um, we want to talk about what Casey was talking about, which was basically helping y'all avoid some major, major mistakes that a lot of uh, students make every single year. And it's costing y'all money because... Uh, if truth be told, and we'll dive into it a little bit here, um, PTCast doesn't really care if you make mistakes or not. They are 
uh, basically a middleman. And um, if you don't know how to ensure that you don't make certain mistakes, you might end up uh, having quali- you know, having applications that don't even get as far as to the school or that don't even qualify you or basically bounce back and now you have to fix stuff and now you've lost time. And so we want to help you avoid those things. So uh, Casey, hey, let's have some fun with this. Let's kind of just you know, talk about a few back and forth and uh, see what we come up with as, as things that we have seen students make major mistakes on. And it just happens over and over, right? Because PTCast has been there for years, right? Since we were applying to PT school. So um, let's dive into it, man. What are, what are, what are to you um, some of the big, big warning, warning signs, like big, big mistakes that a lot of uh, students sometimes um, overlook and, and, and maybe don't anticipate. And then after the fact, it ends up hurting them more than helping them. What are some of the big ones that you see uh, for a lot of the students that are watching this right now who uh, need to make sure that they're actually like killing it, locked in, but not, you know, messing up uh, with these things that a lot of us have a very, you know, like all of us can mess up on all the things we're about to talk about. So what are the big ones for you? Yeah, so I got about three. I'll I'll just shoot one out, then you can shoot another one out. Then I got some backups just in case we talk about the same ones. But the first one that comes to mind is applying too early. Mm. Applying too early could be a big mistake when applying to PT school uh, with a PTCast application. Because usually what I see and why I'm saying this is a lot of students who are applying next year or the year after, uh, they find us or they find whatever and they see other people going through their application cycle, kind of like a big brother or a big sister. Uh, And they start to see what they're going through and see all the comments and see all the videos and see all the hecticness and see all the FOMO. And and they're like, I do not want to go through that. (laughs) Can I start now? (laughs) Like, what do I need to do to start Mm -hmm. now? So you got people in that situation. Then you have people um, later on kind of in that application cycle where they want to start early when they're applying that next cycle coming up as well. So Mm. they're probably not like, okay, I'm applying a full year from now. They're probably like, okay, I'm applying in three months or six months or two months. And I heard about this PT cast thing. I listened to some videos and I want to get a head start on it because that's just my personality. And and I love it. That's all great. Both scenarios are great. However, um, a problem comes when you don't necessarily understand how those things work to your advantage or mm. not work to your detriment. So if you're just following the herd and following the crowd and getting FOMO, uh, you can make some mistakes that you might end up regretting a little later on because you just you didn't it. know about them. Um, so some simple things are finding out that your letters of recommendation that you worked so hard to get that you put into PTCast early that you thought you were doing the right thing with at the time of this video are mm. just gonna get scrapped when you go on to that next application cycle that's actually yours. Uh, another it. one is trying to write your essay for this application cycle or for the mm. application cycle that you see other people doing. And the question changes or the question changes or the question stays the same and your essay just gets wiped out because that's just how PTGAS works. Or you send in, uh, you put in your classes, right? You're like, man, I'm getting so ahead, man. They can't touch me. They can't touch me. But um, your classes were never verified because you didn't have to send in a transcript because you're not applying this year, right? You're applying mm. next year. So those classes get, you know, potentially wiped out as well and so on and so yeah. forth. So um, it's not necessarily a huge mistake. Uh, that can all be fixed. Uh, I love the effort. I love the the forwardness. I love that you're trying to get ahead. But at the same time, 
if you don't know what you're doing and you're and you're letting fear of other people um, get to you, you're going to be um, finding yourself in some detriments as well. So that's my number. You got it. You got it. I love. I love your number one. For those of y'all watching, did that? Was that clear? Say crystal clear. Uh, if, if 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 what Casey just said made sense. Um, my my first one would have to be treating PT cast as if they are the body you're applying to and not like the school it. that is that is a, a big one that i see so basically um and that could look a number of different ways that could look like oh well pt cast said my gpa is this so blank pt cast said this y'all like pt cast is just this middle man machine so um so so that mistake can lead you to uh misjudge some things um that mistake can cost you heavily especially when you don't take the time to know what the real people that make the decision which is the pt programs like when you don't take time to understand what they actually want so i've seen students that have been like yeah i know exactly what my gpa is i know what this is but what pt cash showed was very different from what the school was actually looking for and the student was like i don't know what happened i don't know what happened like like pt cast said i had a 3.2 pt cast said i had this pt cast said this well pt cast is just a middleman pt cast is not the one deciding whether or not you get accepted into PT school. So that is a, a, a very common error. Um, and, and, and I see that being a thing because we're always saying PT cast said this, y'all just understand the PT cast is where you basically dump everything you've ever done. Just all your grades, all your experiences, make it sound good, but you're not making it sound good for PT cast. You're making it sound good because of the schools that are gonna be reading those things after PT cast basically verifies and goes through the process of making sure that all the all the checks are taken care of so, so so that's a big one uh it's not a long one but it's a really really key one that we see countless times it happens every single year pt cast is not who you're applying to so that's a good good thing to remember uh so that you focus on the guys that really matter which is the program so uh that's my first one what's your second one yeah second one is the total opposite of what i said before so applying too late so if you're mm. on the other end of the spectrum and you're on uh that kind of procrastination team and you're like, nah, I apply next year, or uh, I apply in six months, or yeah, my application cycle is open, but you know, it's only July 1st, or it's only June 22nd, or it's only September 2nd. Mm. You know, I got some time, I'm good. Then you start working on your application and you find out some things take a little longer than you expected. Putting in the classes took a little longer. You didn't realize the classes that you were taking this summer um, we're going to end in August and you weren't putting in the classes right. And by the time you finished, you already clicked the wrong button and, and boom, now your grades aren't calculated correctly. You got it. Then you find out it's not just one essay you have to write, but if you're applying to five schools, that's like five schools times two extra essays. So that's 10 supplemental essays plus a PTCAS essay plus some supplemental essays on PTCAS. So that ends up being like 10 to 13 essays that you weren't prepared for and you were like, eh, it's only one essay, you know, I can take my time and so on and so forth. Letters of recommendation, same thing. Oh, I forgot this school, this one school on my list had the GRE and I need to scramble and take it. So the total opposite can be a huge mistake as well because your application has a lot of components to it. And if you're not ready for it, if you're not prepared, if you're waiting, if you're procrastinating, whew, you're gonna be in for uh, a nice little treat, a nice little treat. So that's that's one aspect of it. Uh, but the other aspect is waiting too long, not necessarily in terms of, of the deadline, but really waiting too long in terms of 
how far before the deadline you want to apply. So what I mean by this mm. is the people who procrastinate, they'll be like, okay, I got some time. Let me hit submit right before, you know, 1159 Eastern time on whatever my school's deadline. But kind of like I said before, some things may go wrong. PTCast might say, hey, this class wasn't filled out right. You know, somebody didn't, you know, send you something in time. And then boom, just like that, your deadline is passed and now you're freaking out. So if you give yourself just a little buffer and give yourself a deadline of let's say four to five weeks before your actual deadline, yeah. then you have a buffer and kind of a catch-all with time to kind of fix any mistakes and kind of just put you at ease so your anxiety uh, isn't as high. So that's really my number two is you could be applying too late. I love it. I love it. I hope I hope this is making sense for those of y'all that are applying the cycle. Uh, my second one would be editing too early. And I'll, and I'll tell you what I mean by that, editing too early. So what I mean by that is, um, and, 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 and this doesn't happen all the time, but, but if it catches you off guard, just know. Um, I'm talking about editing what we enter in PTCast too early. So some of y'all are applying to schools that um, do not uh, take like the highest retake, for example. So you're like, okay, I'm applying to all schools that, that takes the, the, the highest retake. So I got a D the first time I took bio and I got an A minus the second time. So, so what happens is you actually edit too early. And what I mean is you enter in what you know the schools want. PTCast is not for that. So what typically happens is they'll enter it in and they won't enter the D. They won't enter the the first version they won't enter the, the the lower grade and then when you go to try to get it verified you're not verified because it doesn't match up with your transcripts so you want to make sure that you realize that ptcast is not the guy that you edit nothing for like you're not trying to make anything look fancy on ptcast put everything in there what you need to do is make sure that everything matches to the t like you do not want there to be any holes because that's basically what takes them that four to five weeks. It's that verification process. Do things match up? Like, if it doesn't match up, that, that, then we have issues. So that's my second one, man. Editing too early uh, because we – it, it kind of goes hand in hand with what I said the first time because my first point was about, you know, not treating PTCast as the one you're applying to and remembering that it's the schools you're applying to. But sometimes we focus on the schools and we don't realize that we still have to like plug everything into PTCast and the schools themselves will basically have their own individualized process of um, like recalculating what they need to calculate based off of how they look at it. So that's just good to know because I do see that mistake a lot and it costs a lot of time because you might apply and then you're like, okay, I submit in September and I know that I've given, maybe I listened to what Casey said and I've given myself, you know, five, six, seven weeks even, right? And then you end up hearing in three to four weeks and they tell you, oh, you messed up. And then now, now we're caught off guard. Now we're, now we're scrambling. Now we're trying to make sure that we can submit on time. Now we're having to change schools and it becomes a mess. So, so don't catch yourself there. Because like I said, PTCast is going to make money off you regardless. So when you make mistakes, they still getting paid. So um, yeah, I hope that was clear. <laughs> What's your third one, Casey? <laughs> yeah, my last one is not understanding how uh, different schools that you're applying to calculate their GPAs. Uh, because mm. that could leave you um, surprised in a way that you don't want to be surprised. Uh, so for example, uh, there's different GPAs if you go on PTCast or if you go to a school's website they'll rattle off GPAs like your science GPA, your math GPA, your prerequisite GPA, your cumulative GPA, your overall GPA, 
your grad school GPA, um, your last 60 credit hours GPA, you know, all that stuff. They'll rattle all those off. And you can have all of those GPAs, and, and you really do, unless you have not gone to grad school before. However, out of all those GPAs, which ones do the schools you're applying to care about? Or which ones do they even look at? And sometimes pre-PTs calculate um, their prerequisite GPA or only look at their cumulative GPA that was given mm. to them on their transcripts. Mm. And they're like, man, I'm good. I got a 3.4 from, uh, from undergrad. I'm good from New York University or from, you know, Idaho State. I'm good, I got a 3.4. When in reality, they have a 2.8 because they retook some classes, uh, because they um, uh, they took a community college class and that factors mm. in, but they failed the first retake or the first take of that community college class. Uh, and they're, they didn't even account for that. And the school mm. that they're applying to just takes whatever PTCAS GPA gives them. So if PTCAS calculates every single thing, but Idaho State, the school they went to, just gives them the highest grade of the retake that they did. Hey, you're looking at two different GPAs and the school is seeing you way different than you're seeing yourself. So if you don't understand how those schools that you're applying to look at your GPAs, you're not seeing what they're seeing and you will be surprised how you do not want to be surprised. You'll have a 2.8 GPA thinking you have a 3.4 or you think you'll have a 3.2 prereq GPA and you really have a 3.01. Or you think you can have a 3.8 GPA, but you really have, um, you're applying to a school that takes the overall PD gas GPA and it's really a 3.2. So on and so forth, the list goes down the line. But uh, that's, a, that's a big mistake uh, that a lot of pre-PTs don't either realize or don't know about. Uh, so that would be my third. Boom, boom. I, I would say that my third would probably be in alignment with one of your other ones, but, but it's, not, it's, it's just not understanding the language of the verification process um, and, 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 and not knowing the, the difference between, you know, in progress, uh, mm. uh, received, verified. Um, that's, that's a big one uh, because if we can understand what that means, like in progress means basically I've kind of like started the app and they, all my stuff's in, but I haven't submitted, right? Um, you know, uh, I think, you know, received is they've received your stuff, but now they have to verify it. And this is where, like, I think it's just nice to understand why that is, because you realize that you're plugging classes in, you're matching it up with your transcripts. They have to basically figure out, like, remember that thing I said in point number two, they have to go through that process and be like, Hey, does it match up? Are there any holes? And if there's any holes, guess what? They tell you, Hey, ain't working out. You're going to have to plug some stuff back in. You're still going to have to pay us money. You know? And so, so, so understanding the language and understanding what that means, because if I can understand that, Oh, there's a verification process, then now I'm not assuming anything. Now I'm not showing up saying, well, my application is due in three days. Come on, PT cash, speed it up. Well, like, come mm. on now. Like, like that, that goes hand in hand with what you were saying about, you know, uh, applying too late and, and, and now not even giving yourself that wiggle room to be able to adjust and uh, make things work for you. And the cool thing is this, y'all, just, 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 sometimes we just have to understand why it's happening to start making some really simple, but pretty brilliant decisions, right? So, so, so when you apply within a good time frame, just think about it, think about it. Like, it's like traffic, right? So, so uh, right now, like, so, so, so right now I am in uh, Wisconsin this morning, uh, we left Tampa, uh, the Tampa airport y'all is never busy. I, I promise y'all I have flown from that airport so many times. It's never busy today. It was today. It was like, it was crazy. Right. And we're, 
but we were we're flying for the first time with our uh, eight month old son, so it was just it was it was a it was a process. But here here's the thing: it's it's a holiday weekend and so on and so forth. So obviously, it's going to be a lot more traffic. So like, do y'all think? Just, just think about it. Like, do y'all think that if I showed up at the you know because we have TSA pre-check, we usually just just do carry on. So my wife and I you usually show up maybe forty five minutes before takeoff, and we're good. Like, like we will get through the thing. We will sit on our plane, and we won't even have to break a sweat, right? Do y'all think if I tried that today, I would have made it to Wisconsin, which is where I am right now? No, I would not have, right? And that's because the the traffic just increases. And I think when you guys can think of the application process that way and realize, hmm, if I'm procrastinating, chances are a lot of other people are procrastinating, which means that, wait a minute, if my deadline's say October 1st or whatever your deadlines are, hmm, if I'm waiting two weeks before and everyone else, and let's say 80% of students are also waiting two weeks before, what's going to happen? What happened today? People are going to miss flights. People are going to get kicked off the plane. People are going to get told, hey, too late. We can't check you in. So that's the same process. When you understand the language and you understand what it means that I don't go from just submitting my application to the schools receiving it. There's a process of, them getting the transcripts, them saying, oh, we got them. Them looking through and be like, oh, it matches up, great. Now the schools can see it. And if that, if I'm picking the, the heavy traffic time, which is procrastinationville, which means that that thing about not doing it too late, it's a smart thing to do. If I'm not procrastinating, then all of a sudden I can actually benefit from what sometimes y'all might have heard other students do. Like there are students that y'all might've heard that said, oh yeah, I submitted my stuff and it was verified in 10 days or is it verified in seven days because they also picked the time that wasn't heavy traffic. They had a great application. They, they took their time. They understood what they were doing and it was verified a whole lot faster. So just understand that y'all understand it because you might, you might, you might be procrastinating on so, so many different things, not realizing that at the end of the line is your application and your submission of it. And if I'm procrastinating on things as little as, when I'm going to take my GRE to when I'm going to retake a class to when I'm going to ask for my letters of recommendation, all those things compile and, and, and they lead to you basically doing what everyone was doing at the airport today, which was panicking and freaking out because they weren't going to get on their plate, you know, on their flight on time. Fortunately, we like showed up two hours, two and a half hours early today because we were not going to do the 45 minutes. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we made the flight. So, so we good. So, so we want y'all to make the flight, which is uh, making sure that your application goes through. So I hope that analogy did not go over your head. Uh, no pun intended. But I, I, I do hope that it like resonated across. Just understand the language. Take time to understand it. They, they talk about it. They explain to you what those things mean. Um, so, so play by the rules. Play by the rules. And, and don't be careful to not take, let me say it like this. When y'all are taking advice, don't hear just one person's experience and assume that that's how it works across the board, right? So if someone tells you, yep, it took me 10 days, don't just say to yourself, all right, as long as I can give myself a 10-day window, that's a recipe for a, a, an unfortunate surprise. So um, I hope this was helpful. I hope this was helpful. But, uh, but yeah, if y'all got any additional questions, let us know. Um, if you're looking for clarity and direction and, and like guidance through this whole thing, we have a coaching program that helps you do that. Um, you can find out more about it at acceptedsystem.com. And if it fits you, uh, you can apply for it. And if you are a match, we'll let you in probably, 
right? Uh, but nonetheless, we will guide you through the, through the whole process. And if you're looking for just some clarity, clarity, go to acceptancenavigator.com. We have uh, a beautiful training there for you to help you absolutely dominate this entire process. We don't want y'all guessing. We don't want y'all guessing. You don't want you guessing. Casey, anything to add, brother? That's it. You heard the man, acceptedsystem.com. We'll see you there or and or acceptancenavigator.com. Take care, guys. That's it. That's it. Much love, y'all. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.